Hi there. Welcome to Season 4 of Feng Shui Your Day. I'm your host, Catherine Wilking. This season is more about optimism, looking at the lessons in life that continue to help us grow. Feng Shui teaches us to see and observe with fresh eyes in all areas of life. So what's, what's this podcast all about? Well, relating the past, living in the real world, and experiencing a transformation into the future. Enjoy each topic that comes forwards, whether it be a blog from me or a special guest appearance. Moving forwards is the only way to go. I usually talk about business and office issues that primarily take over our thoughts and actions, and today we look at relationships. Today is about the modern day bedroom issues. Hmm. And yes, it's also a topic that is front and center of our thoughts and actions. And first of all, relating to the hype about the work-life balance, uh, the master or primary bedroom in a home is the most neglected area in your home. Did you know that? Yeah, it goes on the bottom of the list for cleaning, decorating, and function. So how did this happen? Well, modern day society is the culprit again on this one. There doesn't seem to be enough planning or consideration for private intimate time in the modern day setup. So just let's back up and go back to the textbook rules of putting together a bedroom, a master bedroom. So they say to dim out the lights 30 minutes or so before bedtime. Okay. And tune out the TV and cancel out the Blu-rays that can disrupt your sleep. Okay. Charge your cell phones away from your sleep space, cooler temperatures, you know the drill. But this textbook advice doesn't always consider what else is really going on. So Let's unpack this. Well, the reality is when we spend the day Velcroed to our phones, it's really difficult to disconnect. We live in a global market. Our kids and our coworkers are still active all hours of the day. So what are we to do? Well, let's address the EMFs first, the electromagnetic field radiation that we have from all our phones and our wireless stuff here. Uh, let's get the modem out from under the bed. That would help. Uh, and if you can't charge your phone within three feet of where you sleep, could you leave it charging in the washroom overnight? It's an idea. That way you'll be able to check it first thing in the morning and really not miss too much, but you'll get a good sleep. So think about it. I was just in a client's home where the tension between the couple was quite high And one thing really hit home, this guy was sleeping with his cell phone on his chest. Yeah, bad news all around. Well, she's longing for some TLC, some gentle loving kisses. Well, he's unapproachable. Uh, So I did suggest to him to try to charge his cell phone in the washroom. And he did. He did. It lasted two days. He didn't like the option. But You know, even if he feels irreplaceable, uh, put the phone on the side table off his chest, that would help a little bit, but I'm sure he'd still be on high alert all night, every night. And, you know, it's all about choices these days. Now, let's talk a little bit about the TV. Mm, So how many people out there are watching videos in bed? Now, I think maybe more than you admit, and you have to ask, is this a bad thing? Well, it's a bad thing if one person is keeping another person awake half the night, so that's not fair. 
And it's also kind of bad if the glare from outside lights comes in and can bounce off like a flat TV. So having reflective services in any sleeping area is not a good idea. But hey, you know, I love to watch a movie cuddled up in bed with my honey too. So if it's comfortable, cozy, it's warm or together, that might not be a bad idea. Well, we've come up with is uh, we have a laptop on kind of on a beanbag pillow thing of sorts, and we can watch a movie on our laptop and we connect. You know, it's interesting when you watch the same things at the same time, you can share a laugh and maybe even talk about it later if you like. <laughs> so it's not all bad. And uh, when we're finished the movie, We'll fold down the screen, shut off the PC and get it out of the way and, you know, sleep without the EMFs in our brains. So it's all good. Another thing that crops up in our bedrooms in our modern day world is turning the master or the primary bedroom into a multitasking flex room. Yeah. And you know what? It's the goes back to the builders and the architects that are trying to do something interesting and that they're fueling this problem. They're make make it big, make it better is their mantra here. And many of the master suites I've been in, the new homes are really over the top size wise. Uh, there was a need from somewhere that the master bedroom becomes a functional, you know, sweet, wonderful, private and away from the family home, or <laughs> actually away from the family. Was it the noise or something? But yet, um, Many of these new luxury homes have a, a suite the size of a small apartment. And yes, you know, how are the kids supposed to find a mom and dad? <laughs> but I've been in a home and I've many homes and I've witnessed gym equipment in the master bedroom, a desk, a fireplace in the wall, and even a view into the washroom. And each of these choices cultivates a different energy to be brought into that primary bedroom that is not really endorsing something that's quiet, calm, intimate. Uh, hmm. So something to think about. In fact, I know of one couple who sleeps in the closet of their fancy home. No kidding. <laughs> the walk-in closet seems cozier than all that open space of this apartment-sized bedroom. Actually, they took the doors off the closet and moved in the bed and they're they're toasty cozy and they're happy. No kidding. One house that was for sale recently, I looked at it for a couple. It must have been, uh, the bedroom must have been 20 by 30 feet. I, I, can't, I know, crazy. The home was staged because for a pretentious, potential sale. Of course, the stager put in a king size bed and two end tables. And, you know, basically that was it. No furniture, drawers or anything. And this bed looked dwarfed in this huge area. And all I could envision here is putting in a full living room set and a yoga mat and a spin bike to fill up the space. And that's not a good thing. If you're seeking private yin energy, well, you know what I'm talking about. More space is not the answer. It's making what you've got better. You'll need calmer yin energy where you can just stop the madness of the outside world for just a few minutes and connect with your partner. Intense and loving and giving. Yeah, that's what I think we need with the new modern bedrooms here. But I really need to address the mirrors today too. Mirrors can be great, 
they do bring light into darker spaces, yeah. And yet the full mirrors, such as the ones that cover closet doors, can be a nightmare for intimacy. Yeah, they can give the appearance of a larger space, and yet the shine and the energy we just talked about before just can easily bounce around interrupting sleep. So if you're about to get in the mood and go into the horizontal mambo, well then glance over to the mirror, it could appear that there are too many people in the bedroom. That's not a good idea either. Do I need to mention about seeing yourself rolling out of bed in the morning afterwards? <clears throat> so these big mirrors <laughs> are not good to have in your bedroom anywhere. Um, another one, I met a, a another client that brought in so many prayer cards and deities and religious symbols into the bedroom to bless her marriage that she's actually alienated her husband into another room. Hmm. So we had to look at that. Another couple, young couple I met had just built their dream home. And they fell for this suggestion of the builder to put in a wall fireplace between the primary bedroom and the bathroom ensuite. And then it was a year later, then they called me and they finally owned up to, what were we thinking? So anyway, I went over, talked about a number of things uh, about the architectural change in there. Anyway, we found an appropriate room divider that worked well as a screen to block that fireplace and that fire energy penetrating into their private space and it had the softness and the privacy that they needed very interesting and in the same week i saw another fireplace between a bedroom and a bathing area it was for a middle-aged couple again in a new house and they had already decided it was just wasn't for them here they started showering in the secondary washroom in the hallway and not using the fancy bathroom for bathing. <laughs> Interesting enough. Hey, you know, you never know. If something does feel off to you, then chances are it is off. Time to address. So after we get all these initial modern day distractions looked after in our bedrooms, uh, we looked at ancient feng shui teachings about relationships being respectful, treating this intimacy, this connection as a 50-50 partnership, and also buying a bed that's big enough for two. There should be enough room in the bed for an equal in and out of the bed. No one needs to crawl over the other. Each partner will need an end table and a lamp and perhaps a little mat for the floor if it's a cold floor. And each partner has a full 50% input for the health and well-being of the relationship. That means all the bedding, the sheets, the colors, the stuff on the walls. And remember, 50-50%. I can tell who is in the relationships that's dominating this masculine-feminine thing. You really do need to have an input, each of you. You each get a voice. The bed also should not be sitting under a beam, up against a glass wall or a window, an open loft with no walls and doors, or a bookcase or some kind of weird angled ceilings. Try and stay away from that type of architecture. 
the best way to get a good night's sleep is to keep the corners squared off. They'll be like squares. It uh, gives order to our brain <laughs> and we're well grounded. But yes, paying attention to your environment in this crazy world can do wonders for your relationships, the love of your life and the connection and the support that we all require to thrive in this crazy world. When you look at all these things that can influence your relationship, it's a wonder people stay together at all. <laughs> okay, so let's look at that. Everything's growing and changing at the same time. Is it time to make your relationship a priority? Is it time to have another look at the situation in your relationship and put in the time to make it right? Hmm. I do counseling coast to coast through Zoom and email, and I can certainly help you find the answer to some of these issues for first world problems. If you feel this is something you'd like to learn more about, check out my website, www.katherinewilking.com. It's real easy to remember. Just punch my name in there. We all want results fast, right? So let's have a chat and see how feng shui can work for you. We haven't even touched on bedding or decor this week, so you'll have to stay tuned. Next week, we're going to talk about what's on your walls. In the meantime, look at your bedroom with fresh eyes and imagine what can be possible. I'm Katherine Wilking, and I'll be back next week.